Galnet News Digest, 18th of March, 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the smell of burning. Why not Sol? Artisanal spaceflight. Familiar tools. The smell of burning. With the notable exception of Li Qingzhou Starport in Seoul, the fires are out. The evacuation effort is complete. Eight of the nine stations attacked by the Neo-Marlinist Liberation Army in their attempt to make life better for everyone are still smoking gently, but the repair teams are already at work scrubbing off the bright green caustic enzymes that coated every external surface of the starports. After a tremendous effort on the part of commanders everywhere, Operation Ida, the Station Repair Organisation and many other similar organisations and individuals can swing into action, carrying materials to repair the stations. Judging by previous performance, these stations should come back online next week and the week after. At the same time, a massive effort is underway to bring much-needed medicines to those rescued. All sorts of medicines are needed, all the way from aspirin, for headaches, to prophylactics, to help those rescued take their minds off the recent tragedy and the untimely death of Aunt Mildred by engaging in a little gentle exercise. All the way from bunion cream to those special medicines for special diseases, as advanced medicines appear to be described. Strangely, the one sort of medicine not required is the new miracle drug, nanomedicine, which has almost magical restorative properties. Perhaps the humanitarian budget doesn't stretch quite that far. It's also not entirely clear who will be providing these medicines to the LAVE system, which is neither Imperial, Federal nor Alliance. With luck, the Alliance government will make the same mistake the terrorists made and treat LAVE as though it's still part of the Alliance. In LAVE, Operation Orange Peel recorded more than one million lives saved during the evacuation, and of course many other commanders not using the Hutton Helper have also been hard at work. Even the Lave Station Archivist, Commander Phoenix Defire, has been rescued and can be seen wandering around the rescue ship muttering something about trying to find his miniatures and smouldering gently. There has been talk of prizes for those who contributed the most to the effort. Galnet News Digest believes that everyone who took part, no matter how small their achievement, should be rewarded equally for this Herculean effort. Why not Sol? When the Nine Martyr stations were bombed a week ago, a huge effort swung into place to rescue the people who were trapped on board those blazing starports. A week later, the federal starport Li Qingzhou in Seoul stands out as the one starport that failed to attract enough rescuers to empty the stations and put the fires out. Why should this be? Does nobody love Sol? Actually, it's all down to bureaucracy. Plenty of pilots have come in ready to rescue those trapped, but not many potential passengers had the correct immigration stamp on their passport. Getting the correct immigration stamp would require them working their way through the maze of twisted girders, walking through the waterfall of fire, braving the caustic enzyme lake to get to the passport office, which is currently closed due to having a massive hull breach vent all the oxygen from that part of the starport. Pilots wishing to conduct rescue operations 
may still do so, but please remember to fill in an absentee immigration form for everyone loaded on board and submit one copy to the Burning Passport Office, file one copy in the Federal Archive at Warren Prison Mine in Ross 128 before you depart from the station and keep one copy on board to hand in at the port of disembarkation. Failure to comply with this simple control is punishable by death for each occurrence of the misdemeanour. The Federation isn't entirely sure why Leeching Jar Station is still in crisis, but President Hudson, who also needs to appoint a new vice president because of the uncalled-for goings-on at the starport, is not at all pleased. And do you know what President Hudson does when he's not best pleased? He goes to war with someone. Artisanal Spaceflight Following this morning's appeal for medicines to help Federal, Imperial and Alliance systems, further details have emerged of the Alliance's offer of rewards to those who supply Safeguard Interstellar with the vital medicines it needs to do its job. The Alliance has come under some criticism for the nature of its offering, which, on first glance, looks a little underwhelming next to the Federal and Imperial options. The Federation is offering a really good overcharged and armoured power plant, although at size 3, its application will be limited to adders, Imperial Eagles, Type 6 transporters, Vipers and some specialised exploration builds using larger ships. The Empire will supply an over-engineered size 3 shield generator with thermal and kinetic resistance that will work really well in an Imperial courier. Both the Federation and Empire are also offering permits to their respective capital systems, and the Alliance is offering the same, although quite what you'd want it for is anyone's guess. Perhaps to visit the Lacon discount outlet, but you might not need to go there. The Alliance's special reward for those who come into the top 75% of participants is a Lacon Spaceways Type 6 transporter of your very own. Remember back when you couldn't afford an Asp Explorer? And you thought the Type 6 as 96 tonnes of cargo space was pretty good. Yeah, one of those Type 6s. And if you come in the top 75% of an appeal to hoard medicines around the galaxy, and you don't already have a Type 6, then how are you hauling the medicines in the first place? Once you've sold your first load, you already have enough money to buy the Type 6. Well, we're sure it won't just be a plain old normal Type 6. This will be a special Alliance-themed ship. won't have any of those engineered fripperies that the Federation and Empire seem to think we want. It will be a plain, simple, classic Type 6, wholesome and righteous, made the old-fashioned way by craftsmen, the sons of fathers who were craftsmen before them. The ships will have controls cut from the finest mahogany, real leather on the dash, they will be supplied with a two-tone beige paint job and a special light brown nylon flight suit will accompany each purchase. The E-grade frameshift drive, the original factory-fitted drive, will come encased in a hand-woven wicker covering incorporating the Alliance logo. The authentic 3E shield generator will be made from artisanal paper mache. Who could not want this most elegant, this most desirable of ships? The 3307 stock Type 6 is sure to become a classic. However, one thing to check carefully is the stated value of this reward Type 6. The engineered modules supplied as rewards for recent effort have had a resale value of zero credits. This means they make no contribution to the rebuy cost should your ship have an unfortunate accident. 
and that it costs exactly 100 credits to have them transferred to any station in the galaxy, regardless of distance. If this Type 6 has a zero rebuy cost, that might make it quite attractive to certain commanders with specialised needs. Familiar tools. The Pilots' Federation has been showing off some of the hand tools we'll get to use when we get the Odyssey permits, which for some commanders will be before the end of the month. They seem exciting and new, but also somehow familiar. The Profile Analyzer scans people, commanders or other folk, for basic personal data, and if you set it into overdrive, it allows you to clone the identity of those people, giving you their security clearance and letting you walk into restricted areas probably steal their credit card too. The Energy Link tool allows you to charge things up, possibly in both directions. You can plug into a socket and charge things using your suit's battery, or you can give them a nasty shock that may well break the sensitive security software, thus allowing you to walk into restricted areas in a different way. We've also seen glimpses of the exciting weaponry we'll be able to use when we're doing all that walking about, and we've seen the biological scanner that explorers can use to discover new plants. We really can't wait to see what other inspired new designs the Pilots' Federation can come up with. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. <laughs>